What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show with me, Dan Wendell, and alongside me, my co-host, Tony Shore. We let him in early. As you could see, we're both in the same location. And today, we're going to be talking about retirees needing more risk. Yes. What? More risk. Oh, We've damn. done a show on this way before we were ever on screen when we both knew we had, you know, yeah. faces I mean, for radio. We had this. We had to go to video, <laughs> right? Yeah. But we have a special treat today. We're going to talk about risk and retirement. And we're in a special location. And if, you, if you're astute and you're watching on YouTube and you look, do your Vanna White. Do the Vanna White. Tony's uh. going to point to... Well, it's not called McCarran Airport anymore, is it? It's, it's the Harry Reid Airport. You see here, we have the McCarran International, now known as the Harry Reid. Harry Reid, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Tony's he's his favorite uh, yeah. we've, politician. We've, we've got a swell coming in today. This front, <laughs> this front over here uh, is going to meet this front. The cold front is going to meet the warm front. And right over the airport, right there. And that's where we're be staying. The problem area. That's right where we're at. We're at the Mandalay Bay looking we at the We are at right the here. Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. So, what better thing to talk about when in Las Vegas than risk? <laughs> right? And this is a retirement show, so we're going to be talking about retirement are, and and using risk in retirement. Are you going to take any risks, Dan? I am going here. to take some risks today, and I'm uh -oh. going to use that as an analogy for Good. today's topic. Good. Okay. Because here's my premise. Because I'm not a gambler. I'm not a Vegas guy, but it is a really good fight. We're here for a financial conference. We're not here uh, for the typical Vegas bachelor party type thing. No. And we're here to, to talk with money managers. Yes. And hear what their take is on the market going forward. And some might say that the stock market is the Wall Street Wall Street called so, the, the market called the Wall Street Casino. Yes. Right. So, yeah. but is that true? Is it not? We're not going to get into it. But what I will say is that as retirees get older, the amount of risk that that the amount of risk they take should go up. Interesting. As a percentage now. Okay. And what does that mean? What does that mean? Because that sounds counterintuitive. counterintuitive. Yeah. Counterintuitive. Exactly. <laughs> Great minds. I mean, um, all. Well, not all my life, but all my uh, profession when I was in retirement planning mm -hmm. and helping people retire and figuring out what kind of their retirement goals are and what their dreams are. There's this general consensus that as you get older, your retirement risk should go down. The amount of money you have in the stock market should go down. And that is not necessarily true. In fact, I think the opposite is true, which is counterintuitive. But what I mean by that is not necessarily you should have take more of your money and throw it in the stock market. Right. My philosophy is always start with the income. Okay. And then roll the dice. All right. So you're retired. Okay. Or you're going to retire in say five years. Okay. And you say, I have a uh, million dollars. We'll do easy math, Tony. One you know, I, million see, I can dollars. see the beads of sweat already. <laughs> so as I said the word math, he's getting <laughs> <laughs> Make it easy. So you have a million dollars and you're retiring and you're saying, what's the big thing people say? Is that enough? Am I going to run out? 
doesn't matter how much you have. It's how much income you have. So if someone says to me, do I have enough for retirement? And we've done shows on that. I'll put it up, up right there. Do I have enough? How much do you need for retirement? It's never enough. But there's always people that come to me and say, I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I got to keep working. And I say, not only do you have enough, but we're going to put some in the market. Blows their minds. I need more risk. This is crazy. What are you talking about? So what you do is you start with income and you okay. say, all right, do I have enough to retire? The first thing I'm going to ask is, when are you going to retire? Well, I don't know because I don't know if I have enough. Well, how much do you need? Well, I don't know. That's why I'm paying you, Dan. You're the CFP. <laughs> right. Right. So how much do you need for retirement? It's a very big question. And watch that show. But the bottom line is I'll come back and say, you need so much in income. Say you need $60,000 a year to live in retirement. Wow. That's the goal, right? Right. So immediately you say, oh boy, that's 6% of my million dollars. And I've heard the 4% rule. I, you know, I'm already, right? So this is the logic people have. Right. But my thought is this. You take the income need and you square it away. You say, I need 60,000. How am I going to get it? Well, where do we start, Tony? Where do I always start when it comes to income and retirement? Social security. Oh, that was quick. You got your buzz is working. <laughs> he got that quick. So I'm going to have to ask you to bring in. Oh, you yeah. I got so it. So you start with social security, right? And you get somewhere and you maybe you're married. You get some more social security. You might have a pension. So you start building this. And then there's a gap, the income gap. And this right. is all new. We've done shows on this. And then you say, I'm, I'm short. I'm short $40,000. That's when you say, all right, I got my million dollars. Where am I going to get 40? You build a portfolio design for the income, whether that's CDs at the bank or a fixed annuity or something that's safe, that's going to give you the income you need. And then once you have that 40,000 or 60,000, whatever your number is, whatever's left, roll the dice. You go into the nearest craps table, if it's legal <laughs> in your state, and you throw yeah. it. So we're going to go downstairs. Let's take the camera and see how quickly we can get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the camera. I don't think they like that. So, um, okay, you get your income established and then you say, all right, I have put aside money where my income is going to be coming in. Now, key factor here, Tony, is, well, when do you need the income? You, you, you don't need $60,000 right away. You need it maybe monthly. You need a certain amount or sure. maybe... You need 70000 the first year and then fifty the next year because you want to do that $20,000 trip or something. Um, so you time it out. and then So you when you need the money, I mean, from listening to you, Dan, over the past shows and what you're saying now, I always got the impression from you that uh, when you need it is more important than how much you have. Yes. When you have it is more important than how much. Right. Because there's always certain things. I mean, we, we've done a show. I'll put it up here. Oh, this, is, this is a reverse little camera. I'll put it up here. Yeah. Tony said <laughs> on um, the, when, when do you take money? Which accounts do you pull from first? Sure. Uh, do I go to my IRA and so on? But you, you want to look at when the timing is not so much because you're, you don't know, you got to pick how long you're going to live and so on. But we talked about the, as you get older, you need less. Right. It's like a right. It starts off like a bell curve. Yeah. Right? And so once you know when you need it, then you could start planning it out. And that's what retirement planning is all about. It's about income planning. So you get the income plan. Needing 60,000 a year today is not the same as needing 60,000 a year 10 years from now with inflation so hot in 2022. Right. 2023 is not looking much better. 
okay, so we need to plan for years of income with inflation, and that's how you build the plan. So you need to know what you're going to need in the future, but no one knows that. Right. They don't even know what they need today. That's true. Like, I bet you, you don't even know how much you spend every year. Um, my overall spending. No, I mean, we have like, a monthly, what is my salary? We have a monthly budget <laughs> and I guess I could figure it out if I thought about it, a rough number, but no, I don't know exactly what I spend a year. Imagine now you're not working and you have all this free time to buy records. You're going to need more. Yeah. Right. So in the beginning yeah. you need more. So when you build, I need income, more right now, but if I need more, I'll just call your brother, Ed oh, and yeah, ask him get, for a gift. You. Yeah, he'll give you a gift. All and right. for that forty thousand dollars that I, the shortfall. When you were talking about the shortfall, the first thought that popped in my head is pick up the phone and call Ed. He's I think got he's downstairs money. now. In the he, he is here at the financial uh, conference. No, he's in. The, I saw him. He's in the conference. So he's not gambling. Your income needs probably goes up in the beginning of retirement. Yeah, which is counterintuitive. Most people say I need eighty percent. Right. We've done a show on how what percentage you need. You need. You need. I'll put that up there. You need more in the beginning because that's when you want to do stuff yeah all right yeah. so this is a long way of why, how do you need more risk this is counterintuitive all right if you need money in the short term no risk right right if i said i need i need 30 dollars to get back to the airport in two days say i'm not going to go to the casino and spend everything i'm going to take that 30 dollars i know so i get back right or i'm going to buy my plane ticket home before i go to the casino right because i know I need that. I need that income. So before you sit down at a blackjack table, before you retire, you need to know what your income needs are going to be at various points. Now, right. not exactly, because no one knows. The exact number, but you, you, you want to have an idea. You want to have an idea. But that analogy you said about needing money to get back to the airport, I got a sad story for you. I don't know how many times you've been to Vegas or if you've ever seen this. No. And this is a number of years ago. I don't know if this still happens, but uh, my wife and I, uh, when we lived in California, this is probably early 90s, we visited Las Vegas and we thought, hey, that'd be a fun weekend. You know, the buffets cheap. The, back then, the food in the rooms were cheap. Right. Now they're right. outrageously expensive. Right. But they're nicer. Ba- back too, then, right? yeah, they're a lot nicer. The circus, circus room we stayed in was. Uh, is that even around anymore? I don't. I didn't. See it, it is, but it's kind of. Oh. It's yeah. I think it is. But but the bottom line is, uh, we saw people on Sunday walking with their luggage along the highway to like the this? to the airport. I I oh, can't to the not, airport. Yeah, they didn't even have money left for taxi. I mean, that's. I'm like, can't they? use a credit card they maxed out their credit card That's they maxed out their ticket. withdrawal <laughs> and they and they have the round trip ticket but they don't have the money to get to the airport from the hotel is that sad or what so that's the equivalent of saying i'm going to retire and i'm going to invest in 2022 i'm retiring it's a January true story too isn't that crazy have you ever seen that i i've not that's that is obsessed. it happens or it used to happen quite a bit but continuing on your analogy you retire in 2022, January. Yeah. Markets at a great high. 2021 was great, even in, yeah. even with COVID. Yep. And you say, I'm retiring. Yeah. I have my million dollars in the market. And then S&P, boom. The markets crash. Market was down 19% S&P yeah. 500 yeah. in 2022. Yep. If you had all your eggs in that basket, now your million dollars is 800,000. Mm-hmm. And you're panicked. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You are panicked. Right. So when you're building an income plan, you say, I need so much money per year for 
the next five and then maybe the next 10 and 15, 20, whatever it is, mm -hmm. you build that in. You say, all right, of my million, how much is it going to take to guarantee that? You put that whoop in your pocket. Yeah. You don't even bring it to Vegas. Right. Because because of the fact what you're getting at here to explain and, and to make sure I understand is, uh, you know, you're going to need quite a bit that first year. So you don't want to have all that at high risk in case the market's risk. down. So if you have a 2022, you don't have to pull out the 100,000 or 80,000 you need to live on, whatever right. it is. Right. Uh, from the markets because then you're selling when it's down, you're taking greater losses, uh, but you still have the rest of your money for future years. Like the right. money you're going to need in three, four, five, ten years, right. you that can be in the market. Absolutely. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. And as a percentage, that's higher than most people think. And as you get older, and you know it who, is higher. You know, who ha you know, someone, a retiree who just retired. Say they're 65 years old, they retire. Yep. I could see them putting 100% of their money in the market. Yeah. A lot of people have and I don't 100% see a problem with that. of the retirement fund. I'll give, you the, I'll give you an example of someone that would be a great idea. A retired postal worker that has 100% of their income needs satisfied between their spouse's Social Security, their Social Security, and the postal pension. Health insurance is covered by the federal government. Yeah. They make more money. Then they spent my dad. Unless you're going to travel teacher. a lot and you need extra. If you're going to travel a lot. Okay. So then you don't want so, that so, 50,000 of travel or money that you're going to use to stay in hotels in Paris. You don't want right. to be pulling that out of the right. market. Right. That first year. Correct. And that's just it. So you get to the people that have the income satisfied, like my dad with a teacher's pension for 35 years teaching. He makes more from his pension than he spends. He's, he doesn't spend a lot. Right. So he could take the rest of his money and roll the dice. It wouldn't impact his style. Because he has time. He has time. For that money. For, so, like, so now we're getting to the advanced stage, right? now. So now it's like, okay, I got my income settled. I still have 200000 Then you can roll the dice with that. Because, and I say roll the dice because we're in take, Vegas. He just but means you can higher invest risk. it in a higher risk because yeah. where's the long-term returns? Where's the 15-year return, Tony? In 15 years, what's going to be higher? CDs invested in C money invested in CDs, money invested in a fixed annuity, or money invested in the stock market? Stock market. You say that confidently. Yeah. I say it confidently too. So why not look at that time horizon of 15 years and say, let's roll the dice? Yeah. Knowing that your short-term income is already set aside. Yeah. Maybe. And as you get closer, you know, uh, the money you need for the next year, maybe you have that somewhere else. So it's on a year to year basis for that money, mm -hmm. but the long-term money stays in the high risk. And as people get older, they start to spend less. So their they need spend for that short-term low risk goes away. At least my parents and my mother-in-law, like my mother-in-law is 86 now, 87. And she doesn't spend any money. She literally groceries and Christmas gifts. And she probably takes her money and buys CDs. She probably has money in the bank. Right? Yeah, she does have some money in the bank, but she has a lot in the market. She probably has too much in the markets, to be honest. I would disagree. Well, that's she's true. Yeah. It, like who, I see what you're right? saying. So, yeah. so what's the problem with being in the market? There <clears throat> is no problem with being in the market if you don't need that money for income. But she's getting to the point where she's got a lot in the investment accounts and she's 87 having health problems so, 
Uh, so right now, the so biggest. Why are you getting nervous? She's not nervous. Is she nervous? I don't think so. So then what? You're putting, you're projecting your nervousness <laughs> on her. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is like, you know, she's like, yeah, I'd love to be able to help with the kids. But, you know, this assisted living home I'm in takes up so much money ah. uh, that I don't want to. Or uh, and her advisor was telling her it's not you. Uh, oh, no, you've got to leave. You can't give a gift. You can't help your kids out with college. And the amount she has, I shouldn't give amounts, but the amount she has is good. Um, and even though because you need that for your care. And I'm like, at 87, um, she could have years ago set aside money for their college or at least given every one of them enough yeah. for a year of college or two. And still been okay, but she would have eventually had a spend down if she lives a long life. And but uh, he didn't do that because and I told her I told my wife, her sister and their mom, I sat there and I said, that is not a good financial advisor. And they go, why? And I go, because his income is based off a percentage of what you keep invested. Exactly. And that's how he makes his money. So he's making what 2% maybe, or even more, it's at least 2% of what she has. And if, and if she took a hundred, if she years ago, you know, when she's still really healthy in her late, in her seventies, took out a hundred thousand dollars to give to the kids she wanted to and he said oh absolutely do not do that it's, it's a fear thing people fear the unknown right and the need for long-term care right which also leads me to say well maybe you should invest because long-term care is expensive and not a lot of people can self-fund but if you're going to do it you're not going to need long-term care in immediate terms if you are well yeah you know but you can invest for a 15 year horizon where you might need it, your hundred thousand might be worth 500,000 at that point, which right. will actually get you something. Right. Right. Because you got to factor in inflation. If you put all your money under the pillow or buy a CD and you've been buying CDs in 2018, 19, 20, you missed on all this growth in the market. And, now, a, lot, you didn't and lose a lot anything. of people who are older have done that. Right. Yeah. And, but Hey, a bird in the hand is worth yeah. two in the bush. Right. But what I'm saying is a glide path, of retirement suggests that you actually might put a larger percentage as you get older into the market, which isn't the end of the world. It's scary for some people, but it's a smart move, especially if you've got time on your side. Now, as you get older, you might pull some of that out. And But think about where do most people have most of their money? In their house. That's, That's in true. the market. Yeah. So yeah. But people don't seem to mind riding that wave. Um, so you can yeah, always the real estate the house, market right? can, can go up and down as we've so, seen. But people there, oh, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not. I'm not selling the house. I'm going to die here. Well, if you're not going to sell the stocks, what's the difference? Yeah. Right. It's the same thing. It is the same thing. In fact, yeah. it's better because the real estate doesn't do as well as the stocks. So right. here's one cautionary tale though, Tony sequence risk. And I made the joke in our first time we did this show. Sequence. It's not sequins like the dress. Oh, I thought, okay. I thought you said sequins risk. I have a sequence, by the way, an old one for tonight. I do. <laughs> Or tomorrow night, you'll see. Um, All right. So, sequence risk. This is something that you need to watch out for. If you're retiring in 2021 in January, and you put all your eggs in that basket, and then you need sixty thousand dollars, you lost twenty percent. You're taking sixty thousand out at the bottom, right? Yeah. Theoretically, yeah. maybe yeah. could still go down in 2022. Would yet to be seen. But if you lose early in retirement, that could really devastate you which is why you never want to retire and have the money you're going to need to spend over the next few years in the market. Because timing 
is never going to be something you can do in the market. Luck could be with you. Luck could be against you. You just don't know. It's not worth it. So we've done shows on sequence of returns risk. I'll put that up here over Tony's head. If you're watching on YouTube, watch the sequence of returns risk because that's the killer. You know, you can invest for the long term, but if you need short-term money, do not invest it in a volatile asset because if it goes down, you still need that money. The utility bill is still You're going to be pulling out when the market's down, pulling the money out of there when the market's down, and that sequence of returns risk, that's going to deplete it even more. Absolutely. Because it takes that much more to, to get back to where you were. So, And you miss out on all that compounding interest you need to bucket your money. You need to know yeah. what you need for the yeah. short term. So conclusion is as you, as you might guess, I always talk about successful retirement is about increasing your income and decreasing your stress. I'm not talking about investing, I'm talking about income and stress reduction. Right. How do you increase your income? By focusing on it, building an income plan. How do you reduce your stress? By having an income plan. Yeah. Cause you, so going plan, back to the analogy, plan, plan. we go downstairs next we go to a blackjack table and I know you don't like to gamble, Tony. Nope. Right. I don't gamble. If I said, well, we're going to just take a home equity line of credit. We'll tell your wife later. I've got a system <laughs> and we're going to, and we're going to go and we're going to play blackjack. <laughs> right. Your stress level would go high. Yes. Cortisol level off the charts. Yeah. But if I said, Tony, let's each put down 20 bucks and see where we go with this, have some fun, get some free drinks. Your stress level is not going to be high. Right. Because you have your income and you're not risking it. But if you mortgage your house, all of a sudden your income needs going to go up and that's not in the cards, right? Right. So you have to factor in your income need to reduce the stress. But as you get older, you might find you look at your grandparents or your parents, they probably have CDs. They might have treasury bills. They probably have uh, savings bonds. Yeah. That's just a generational thing. But there's nothing wrong with older people having more and more of their assets proportionally at risk, especially when their income is taken care of. Yeah. Right? That's a good point. So, but don't forget about sequence risk. Timing yeah. is important. Yeah, that's true. So, all right, Tony, what do you say? What are we going to go play? Where are we going to go next? I don't know. I don't know. Well, um, in between the financial seminars that we're here for, this is true. that's why this we're here. True. Um, uh, you're meeting with some of the top advisors and you guys get together and put your uh, brilliant financial minds together and say, hey, how, what are you doing to help your clients? What can I do or learn from you? And you learn from each other. And so I'm, I want to tout that fact because I think this is really good and helps. Uh, I know it helps you. Uh, and it helps your clients and our listeners out there by being here. But yeah, I'll go down and watch you lose money at blackjack. That's <laughs> not, that is not a problem. I can do that. Uh, I will do that. You know, it's not my money. You know whose money it is? Who's? We'll catch you next week, everyone. <laughs> the topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. 
The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.